Good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio, and it's the 1st of November, 2023. So I hope you had a happy, fun, and cavity-filled Halloween yesterday. Welcome to today's show, where we've got the Council for Exceptional Children here. Got, uh, uh, well, four educators, but three of them working in the classroom, and Lori Vanderplug, who is the, uh, our good friend and our associate executive director of the organization, the number one organization in special education. We're going to talk about elevating the special ed profession today, okay, and what what teachers and school districts need to do, because as you know, there's a serious shortage out there. And as I always like to say, it's not just the kids who are special, it's the teachers as well. And and, uh, it's just such a rewarding occupation. But we will uh, talk to uh, everybody in it and see what's going on. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org, our home website for our American Consortium for Equity in Education. This show has a lot to do with equity. Every kid serves the best teacher. We can't afford to have uh, untrained or lesser trained teachers in there. We got to find the right people. All right, it's all about equity. It always kind of boils down to that. So please go over see what we do at ace-ed.org, and you can see our magazine, Equity and Access. You can see our Excellence in Equity Award program. All the podcasts are over there. It's a nice website with a lot of information, new information popping over there all the time. So please check it all out. Everything's free for you over at ace-ed.org. We're very proud of what we do over there, and I hope you enjoy it, and please tell everybody you know about it as well. I want to bring on all my guests here. we got four people here, so let me take the time to introduce them. First of all, my old buddy, Lori Vanderplug, the executive Associate Executive Director over at CEC. Hi, Lori. Good morning. Larry here. Mark, nice to hear from you, and good to be here today. Always have pleasure to have you here. And let me say hello to, uh, well, i got to thank a couple of people here. First of all, uh, Danielle, are you there, Danny? I'm, yes, I'm here. How are you? I'm fine. You're, you're in New Jersey, right? I, I am, yes. I'm in Hopacon, New Jersey, northern Jersey. It was a great, and I'm from Philly originally. I live up in Maine now. And uh, Hopacon, where is Hopacon? The great, great name <laughs> Hopacon. Yes. Well, it's, it's an actually Hupac. a Native American name. It's Lene Lenape for Lake of Many Coves, but Hopacon yeah. is in Sussex County in northern New Jersey. Northern New Jersey. I got friends coming up here from Randolph today. Are you uh, are you near Randolph? I am where I live. I'm actually uh, bordering Randolph, and they're actually our yeah. rivals. Well, I'll be sure to tell them that, for goodness sake. That's great. They're coming up today to spend a couple of days with us. That's funny. Welcome to the show, Danny. Sean, are you there? Sean Feeling? Good morning. Yes, I am. Good. Don't be so formal. I'm Larry. you got to call me Larry. It's a pleasure to have you here, my friend, from Overland Park, Kansas, where I've been many, many times on my many visits to Kansas City, Missouri. Okay? Blue Valley North High School. By the way, I forgot to mention, Danielle's last name is Kovach. And she's a special ed teacher at Tuca Trail Elementary in Hupatcown, right next to Randolph, New Jersey. And Sean is Blue Valley North High School in Overland Park, Kansas. How's life out there in Kansas today, Sunflower? Hey, it's going pretty good. Uh, you know, the Chiefs are doing good, so the community's doing pretty good right now. Except... <laughs> hey, you really lost to Denver on Sunday. Come on, you guys got to open True. your eyes for God's sake. I mean, by the way, we're Patriots fans out here, so you can only feel the pain and suffering we're going through this year. Okay, Absolutely. it's just unbelievable. <laughs> That's funny. 
All right. And good. Are you are you are you all are you double dating with uh, Jason and uh, uh, Jason and uh, Travis? Yeah, with uh, Travis and Taylor Swift, of course. Oh, yeah, just to Taylor. Yeah, got this up between the brothers. Yeah, I know what I meant. Yeah, are you double dating? Have you met Travis? Uh, uh, well, Taylor well yeah, Ta- Taylor's best friends with all of us out here in Kansas City right there now. There you go. There you go. But she is a, she's a terrific lady. I think the world of her. And uh, Ben, I don't know if you can top that with Taylor Swift out from Salt Lake City. Thanks for you to getting up so early. What time is it out there? Um, it is seven oh four. So I'm well, you're a good yeah, man. I'm up and happy to be here. <laughs> well, I'm thrilled to have you here. Ben Tillotson is a transition specialist. What's that mean, Ben? Uh, so a transition specialist is someone who uh, works with students. Uh, ages 18 to 22, so transition is oh, nice. post-high school. And are your students special edu- in, in special education? Yes, yep. What a lovely profession you have, my friend. That's just great to help the kids get, get by. I love that. Salt Lake City School District, Ben Tillotson. And Sean, I also wanted to ask you, intensive resource teacher at Blue Valley on North High. What, uh, what is that? Intensive yeah, so, research teacher. So I am a special education teacher. It's just the name that's used in our district. Um, essentially, I oh. teach in a center-based program. And explain a little more, please. Yeah, so I, t- I teach students um, with Down syndrome, autism, learning disabilities. So um, a way when talking to other people across the country, I've used the term of like a life skills program. Um, oh. That kind of helps paint the picture of the program that I'm teaching in. Well, and I want you all four of you to know you're all going to heaven. All special ed teachers go to heaven, so congratulations. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you may all speak whenever. It's okay. I got you covered here. Okay? You know, we're talking. <laughs> Don't be shy. Okay? We're, we're, Lori, we're talking about elevating the profession here, and yet, you know, when I when I saw that you wanted to title show, the show this, I, I of course I did it. But uh, but uh, to me, it's a wonderful profession, and I know you think that way too. But there must be uh, you must believe that there is a perception challenge out there. Okay, okay. And I'm just curious, what, uh, just talk about what you what you meant when you say, or what you mean when you say elevating the profession. Well, it's a really good question, and you know we've been on the podcast before and talked about the oh, special yeah. education issue, and uh, with our focus on really attracting into the pipeline and then preparing and retaining, that it's a challenge for us to be able to attract into special education as a preferred profession. And I think it's important, you know, that everyone understands that educators have the most important job. Um, they prepare every student in the nation to be college, career, and community ready. And community ready is, you know, Sean and Ben are, are doing with their uh, young yeah. adults as well. Yes, they are. Um, but, you know, we're combating negative media coverage. You know, a lot of that came off of Ooh. the pandemic, but even before the pandemic. And uh, there's low compensation. Uh, teachers feel very undervalued and respected for the level of work they're doing. Um, and, Larry, we oh. talked about this, the high um, attrition rates, you know, the early retirements, the attrition rates, teachers are leaving because they just don't feel uh, like they're valued and respected uh, for their contributions. But not just that, but the positive outcomes that they get for their students, um, they're, you know, it's really under-respected. So there's a significant impact uh, for us on our ability to attract into the profession. 
uh, when people are listening to the negative news about education and how we're not doing well and students are not doing well and funding isn't available and teachers are undercompensated. Yeah. Um, so we just have to figure out, and you know, all of us will talk about some strategies that we're putting in place. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit later on with some Michigan work that I'm currently doing. But, yes, we will. You know, we've got, we have to change the perception of what it means to be a special educator and um, talk about what principals need to be doing, you know, to promote teachers and, and celebrate teachers a little bit and central administrators and school board members. You know, the whole educational community uh, needs to um, recognize um, and celebrate the successes and, and the time commitment um, and the hard yeah. work that our teachers yeah. are doing every day in the classroom on behalf of all children across the nation. So. Um, we have a lot going on in relationship to the campaign, but uh, in order for us to be able to attract into the profession, Larry, we've got to change the perception of what it means to be a special educator today. Yeah, and you, you know what, <clears throat> if I may, and I, we've talked about this before, or, <coughs> excuse me, I have a scratchy throat all of a sudden, but what's interesting about it is very few, and I, I think I'm right here, and I'll, I'll just follow up with you, Laura, in a second, but very few kids who are in special education can become special ed teachers, where Correct. kids who are good in math or kids who are good in science or, as I was, good in social studies and history, I became a social studies teacher, okay, because I really liked it, all right? But it's different, okay, for, it's for special ed. You, you can't, you know, the, the, the students you're working with, are, although they must, they love you, okay, they're not going to go in the profession. So we, we lose that category of, of contenders, so to speak, okay, and future special ed teachers. And we have to work very hard to find. I'm going to say what I said before, and I'm going to add just a little more. I, I, I hope, and I, I honestly believe this, that every educator in America appreciates, loves, and respects, okay, special educators. They know how hard the job is. But we got to get kids who, who don't understand that into the profession because we are running into a shortage. Okay. It's, it's right. it just really, it, it's really, it's tough right now because there's a teacher shortage anyway, for all the reasons you just stated, Lori, you know, it, it's political. Let's be honest about it. Just games yep. of politics. Okay. And it's just terrible because people aren't getting the other. So we got to somehow fight that, etc. Let me swing over Sean, you know, what are, what do you think? I mean, when you, when you work with Lori on all this, you must see the same thing. So are, are, what are some of the strategies that you think, as you talk to your colleagues, as you talk to people in the community, about this perception of being a special educator? Sean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think from over in the park, guys... like that, home of the Chiefs, uh, just to make that clear. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, I, I, and Taylor Swift. Yeah. And Taylor Swift, of course. Can't forget And Taylor her. Swift. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think going off of what you're both talking about, about changing the perception of special education teachers, I think we also need to change the perception of our students with disabilities. You know, I think people have maybe a conscious or an unconscious belief about what individuals with disabilities can achieve in their lives. And I think because of that, it almost then shapes the views of what a special education teacher is. So when we have, you know, people who are maybe wanting to go into the education field, there might already be these perceptions about what a student with a disability is. And if a student, you know, a prospective teacher might not have experience working with someone with a disability or might not know what it looks like, then they will then go pick maybe the general education route. So we might be used, losing educators there. 
And, you know, some strategies that we use a lot at our high school level and I think just around the country we can do is the more that we include our students with disabilities and especially our students with extensive support needs into general education, the more access that we are then giving to other people working with different types of individuals. Um, and then that also then can help build the relationships between general education teachers and special education yeah. teachers and everyone working together. And I think, you know, the more that we are telling success stories of individuals with disabilities, I think can then also grow the profession as well. You know, I share that I, I teach in a uh, program that's a center-based program. It's a program that's considered maybe life skills, but this is my fifth year of teaching and I've had five students go to oh, college. Wow. wow. You know, hey, congratulations. So, Thank Congratulations. You. That's great. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And, I, and, the, and the reason yeah, I share that is, yeah, the reason I share that is just because I want people to know that, like, individuals with disabilities can achieve these things, and there are more college programs for students with intellectual disabilities popping up across the country. So I think, Absolutely. you know, it kind of just goes to the root of access. So the more access that we're giving, the more storytelling we're sharing and all these things together, you know, can really bring the education community together as much as maybe separate as gen ed and then special ed, but more just education as a whole, and we're just helping achieving our students to be as successful as they can be. Uh, again, I'm going to just comment one one thing, and I I, I, I we use it all the time, but I, I think we have to change the word disabled. And the kids, the kids, a lot of the kids we're talking about are very abled. Okay, they right. just have a specific challenge. Okay, but that's right. a specific problem, whatever the hell you want to call it. But they're not disabled, okay, necessarily. I just think it's a, it's a word that says, oh, they can't do it, okay? And I think we need to really change the perception of that word, okay? Because it, it just always it sounds to me like it's, it's – it's, 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 well, I'll say it. It's like writing people off before you even give them a chance to show what they can do, okay? And it, it, I think we're making a big mistake. And I have to ask you, uh, Sean, what got you into special ed? Um, well, it kind of goes back to access. My mom was a paraprofessional, so I worked with her at Special yeah. Olympics um, and then just kind of oh, fell in great. love with it. And then, you know, through the years, just had different opportunities to work with individuals with disabilities. And I went to the University of Kansas and I was a peer for their uh, KU transition to post-secondary education program. So I helped work with um, peers with intellectual disabilities in college. So, you know, I saw firsthand the possibility of students with intellectual disabilities graduating college yeah. and being successful. So that's kind of what's helped make me passionate about trying to elevate the profession is by through the students and their successes that they can achieve, I feel like we can then get more educators into the special education world. Yeah, we got to get that word out. That's great. Thanks, Sean. Ben, you, uh, ben, are you there? Yep, I'm here. <laughs> from, Salt, from Salt Lake, long way from Maine, i got to tell you. Okay, and it's great to have you here. I, again, I appreciate the early rise, which is far worse Thank than the central time zone. Okay, and, and Danny's <laughs> off the hook because she's Eastern time. Okay, but Ben, I got it. First of all, let me ask you, what, what, how come you decided to go into, into the profession? Um, well, originally I was coaching theater at uh, my old high school, and I was enjoying that. I worked with students with um, on my character development. How do you understand another human being in order to portray them on the stage? And I really enjoyed that side working with students. And so I wanted to originally be a high school counselor, um, but I really didn't know how to go that path. I figured I would go into teaching first. So I just kind of fell into special education. And I was like, sure, I'll do this. 
And, yeah. you know, here I am, my 14th year teaching. Wow. Um, wow. And so, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there you go. Okay. That, 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 that is excellent. So talk, talk about the challenges that you see out there. Okay. And again, you yeah. know, we're, we're trying to get kids, uh, you're, the high school students, you know, to go into A, to go into education and B, if we can certainly, if they can, to go into special education. Okay. It's a nice thing. It's a good thing to do. It's, as I always say, it takes a special kind of person to do it. I believe that it really does. Or maybe it doesn't. That's actually maybe a good point. Maybe people think they have to be special uh, in, in their own way to go into this and they don't have the patience for it, et cetera. So, change the perception both inside the school so that the future teachers club really looks at this seriously okay and also that the community yeah. looks at this yeah go ahead yeah yeah um and then and just one of my minor corrections so i last seven years i was teaching transition this year i just switched to um junior high so i work with ninth graders now um but still in special I, you know, or, worked, or in a different subject. Yes, yeah, still special, special ed. Um, Great. Primarily, I've worked with kind of what Sean's teaching in more of like a self-contained, extensive support needs, life skills classrooms. This year, all my students are in general education classes, um, oh, and they just kind of nice. have to pull out special ed classes. But I've worked in well, the elementary. I've worked at the high school. I've worked post-high. Now I'm working junior high. And so I've seen the wide spectrum of students in education in special education and I I think you're correct this this connotation about disability and what's really great is I've had conversations with the disability community and they talk about how disability is not a bad thing and sometimes we we need to change that conversation about just because you are different does not mean that you are any less capable it right. just means that you how you navigate the world. You may learn differently, exactly. but you're learning. Yeah. And so, yeah, so when I look at my role as a special education teacher, I love my job because it is dynamic. It is, I'm like a problem solver. I get to solve these puzzles <laughs> every single day. Like if you like working with people and you like solving puzzles or problems, like special education is a great career for that because every day, I'm working with people. I'm helping them to problem solve, helping them to find, you know, what pathway works for them. So for me, it's a very exciting and rewarding career. And, you know, I, I think sometimes we uh, culturally, in, in, as I see in education, there's this fear of failure, right? And we don't want to be seen as failing when in actuality, failure is a part of learning, right? Oh, without um, question. Without question, yeah, failure course, is the best it, part of everything. I have to stop you there. My one of my uh, my yeah. oldest friends in the world, uh, Dr. Stu Firestein, is a famous neuroscientist at Columbia, and he wrote a book called Failure: The Importance of Failure. And he refers to it mostly to science. If you don't go forward, unless you fail, but it's the same thing here. There should not be a fear of failure. And by the way, that's what a, that's what teachers want to impress on their kids: don't be scared to fail. Okay, then I could get into that for about an hour and a half, but I won't. But thank you for bringing that up. Okay, there's nothing to be scared of. Ben, I interrupted you. I apologize. Go back. Yeah. No, you're good. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I talked about that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so I think it's, it's 
changing those conversations. I think one way to change the perception is when I talk with my students, I inform them, hey, do you know that you have a disability? Do you know what that means? Do you know how you interact with the world? It is important for you to know about your disability so you can advocate for yourself. I want to empower my students, you know? Um, and so I think that's a, a way to change the conversation is that we empower them. Yes, you have a disability. Yes, you interact with the world maybe in a different way than some of your peers. But let's figure out what does that look like? What does that mean? How does that empower you? And so changing that narrative about what it means to be a special education teacher, teacher is we empower our students. Like, we help them to advocate for themselves. We're problem solvers. We're peace. We love working with people. So that's what I would say to it, that. <laughs> it, 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 it's good stuff. And I want to ask you one other thing. You're, you know, you were working in the transitions. Now you're down. By the way, thank you for using the term junior high because I'm so old I actually taught in a junior high. Okay. Is yours <laughs> actually a junior high or is it a middle school? Um, middle it's a school? junior high. They call it a junior I mean, high? They call it a junior high. It's seventh, uh, eighth, and wow. ninth grade. What wow. they call it a junior high? Yep. Oh, I love that! Yay! Thank you, Overland Park, bringing me back to my past. All right, everybody else calls it a middle school. Okay, thank, thank you, thank you very much. One other question before I move over to Danny, and I just want to ask you. Okay, you've got kids who you said are pulled out for special ed. Okay, as needed. Yeah. However, that word "pulled out" means. Okay. But my, my, my question is, th that means that those, those kids who are in special ed are, in, are obviously mainstreaming in general education. Are you talking to the teachers, your, your colleagues, who teach these kids about how best to approach teaching these kids? Oh, all the time. All the time. <laughs> I, I'm going to get a yes always, on that one, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. all the time. And we problem solve. I mean, we talk about, okay, what's not working? And I, I send out emails and like, hey, try this strategy. Let's try this. Let's see if this helps them to have a positive experience. Let's meet them where they're at. Um, what is required for the class and how can we modify and adapt it so that they can have a positive educational experience um, to get them intrinsically motivated, you know, in, in the classroom. Right, it's good. It's good stuff. And just keep it, keep it up. And I'm so glad the teachers want to want to do so well. Which, by the way, does not surprise me in the slightest. And Danny, Danny Kovach, I got to go over to you. And I apologize for making you the last one. I'm asking questions to, so to speak, in order of my guest, totally blame okay. Lori. Yeah, blame Lori. That's the order she gave me. I could me. never blame, blame Lori. Lori for anything. Yeah, blame Lori. That's the order she gave me. Okay, so I just want everybody to know that. Okay. <laughs> what got you in the special ed, Danny? Um, actually, it was my parents. So I always wow. knew I wanted to be a teacher. That was my passion. Um, and it was my mom that said to me, you know what, I think you would make a great special educator. Uh, so my wow. mom got me involved in a camp uh, when I think I was a sophomore or junior in high school at a camp for individuals with disabilities, and I was, I was just hooked. Um, it was just something that I – truly had a calling for, a passion for, and I oh. never looked back. I've been doing it ever since. Wow. So it was my parents that encouraged how long have you, me. I, I, not to get into the age thing, but how long have you been doing it now? Uh, this is my 26th year. 
26 years. So you started when you were four years old. That's absolutely amazing. Four, uh, four five, I can, do, I, five, I can yeah. do the math. I can do the math. Okay. Right. So, but what's interesting, when I first started, my first, my, the job that I have now, the, when I went on my interview, I was one of 400 applicants. And really? now it's interesting. That, yep. And now we're in a teacher shortage where we can't even get teachers to fill the, the positions. So over right. 26 years, it has certainly changed a lot. Um, and I get to see a, a different perspective through the eyes of my son, who is a, a new special education teacher. Um, and seeing oh, him wow. go on, on job interviews. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yep. Very proud of him. He, um, yeah, you should be. Where's he teaching? He's a special educator at um, Eisenhower Middle School in Roxbury, which is right next to Randolph. <laughs> right. <laughs> My friends Pat and Margaret are coming up here today. Yeah. I'm going to dispel them with <laughs> names of communities next door to them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You when know, you say what, Roxbury, what? they will roll their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, say it again. Rock, Rockford? Rockbury. 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 Yeah, we're right. Got it. Got it. Rockbury. <laughs> this is a riot. Yep. They're going to go nuts today. Okay, <laughs> this is funny. Okay. Hey, you know, how? How? You know, CEC wants to really elevate the profession, okay, and get more people to consider mm-hmm. it and do it, okay? Yeah. What's your idea? How can they do this? What? How so, are we going to do this? Right. So, and, and let me ask you another question. To one step whom? at a time. <laughs> yeah, one step at a time. Go ahead. Well, I, the question is not really in my mind to whom, but to not whom, and that's nobody. Everyone needs to be involved in this. Um, what I find amazing is that I, I also teach um, at uh, – I'm an adjunct professor at night, and I teach special education classes. And what's amazing to me is my students who have had family members that have said, don't go into teaching, don't do it. So I don't think it's necessarily that we need to only um, try and recruit, you know, young people who want to go into teaching, but also family, also our politicians, all everybody oh, needs to please, know yeah. that, that this is started. a calling yeah. that we need. <laughs> New Jersey yeah. hasn't had a good track record of being positive um, in our political field of, you know, our teachers. Um, but we need to change the narrative. And one of the things I'm so proud of um, that CEC has done uh, when, when I was president, we announced our, we, we sent out our new strategic plan. And um, one of the, the parts of our plan is to, one of our goals is to elevate and promote um, the work of our education professionals, and, and especially those who work with individuals with disabilities. So uh, currently I'm heading a, a teacher recruitment work group. Actually, Ben is on my work group as well. And ah. we are in the process of um, creating a, a website, um, basically giving you all the ins and outs of what it takes to be a special educator. If you want to go in the field, giving you that information. If you're a paraeducator and you want to make a career change. If you're yeah, in another important. field and you want to make that's a important. career change. Yep. Yes. How, how can you go about doing it? I will say there's a, a large number of teachers that I know who started in a different field because they were discouraged to go into education. And they, I mean, if, it, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And they went back to school and they got their teaching degree. So part of that, too, is to get those people who, hey, we know you wanted to be an educator. Here's what you need. Here's how to do it. So 
we're providing some insight into the lives of special educators, and we're also providing that support of, okay, what do I need to do to become an educator? So that's one of our, our newest initiatives right now. Um, one of the things we've also done is just getting the stories out there. You know, there's a lot of negativity around um, being a teacher, around being a special educator. And, you know, we want to get those positive stories out there, but not sugarcoating it. Like, we certainly don't want to make it seem like it's, it's a cakewalk and, you know, you'll, you're, every day you'll love it. And you'll, no, half the time I come home, I just want to crash on the couch and relax because I'm exhausted. But those are the things that, you know, we want people to know that it is exhausting. It is a lot of work, but it is so fulfilling and rewarding. And I think that one of the reasons why, you know, my son chose to be an educator, one, because it was something, a passion of his and he wanted to do, but he knows the realities of it. I've never sugarcoated anything yeah, with, sure. with my son. Like, I come home and I tell them, this is what happened today, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the amazing. Um, so he knows all wow. the ins and outs, and, it, and it's, it's such a thrill. Last night when we were trick-or-treating around our neighborhood, and he's also a firefighter, so he was on the fire truck, and wow. to see a student guy. come up and be like, Mom, this is my favorite teacher in school. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my heart was so huge, especially since, um, you know, when we talk about building a, a pipeline of teachers, a diverse pipeline. Men are not commonly in teaching. The yeah, fact that we have right. Sean and Ben on our call right now, um, I'm and I know that most personally, up, they're phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. we need men in the teaching yeah. profession. Um, yeah, you know, our boys need men to look up to. Um, and, you know, and, and, and if we, you know, we're building that, not just a pipeline of teachers, but a diverse pipeline of teachers, men, um, are individuals of, of color. Like we need, exactly. uh, you know, all types of walks of, of educators and, and our students need those that they can relate to, that they, they can share their culture and their experiences with. So CEC is, is working at the helm to, to bring that out there. Um, our goal is to, um, uh, unveil our our uh, recruitment page um, at our convention next year in March. So we're super excited about that, and and we're just we're, we're trying to tackle this yeah, uh, convention, convention this yeah. year. is It's going to be in San Antonio. Okay, yeah. good. Go to yeah. the Alamo. We go go to the yeah. Alamo. So go to the Riverwalk. Go to the Alamo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. So but we're excited. Andy, but I will say you should be. Wait, I got to ask something. Danny, you said. Yeah. I, I heard you say it quickly, you were president. I think you said you were president. Yes. Okay, but I don't know yes. what you were president of. What were you president of? Uh, uh, of CEC. The whole The whole shebang? The whole shebang. The whole yes. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. Congratulations, Danny. That, that's Thank that's you. a big deal. That's a big deal. Thank okay. You. And, and, and are you still president now? I am now the immediate past president, and my term is up in December. So yeah, I will that, be I will be leaving my my term. Yes. <laughs> I always tell people that when they <laughs> use like professor emeritus, president emeritus, okay, that, that that that's the Latin word for old. So there you go. You know. It's, I will yeah. take that too. You are right. Yeah. There you go. Not you, Danny, <laughs> but but others, but others, not you, not you. you no, know, me and too. I'm so glad. Yeah, you know, and this is a struggle. It's always been a struggle. All right. And I, and I think, you know, where there are shortages and I, it's, there's shortages in math teachers, there's shortages in science teachers. Too, OK. And, and there's yeah. no shortage, by the way, in elementary, as far as I can tell, you know, unless it's special ed or whatever. But it, but it, it, it's really in those subjects, special ed being the king. OK. Of, of shortages mm -hmm. right now. All right. 
And, and, and what has to happen, okay, and you have to play with the economics a little bit. You know, if you become a special ed teacher, we will pay back all your, all your schooling. If you become a special ed teacher, we'll do this, we'll do that. But that's the way you start to rebuild the profession. And, you, and if I may, you, you, have to, you have to go to other places and tell the whole story to the Rotary Clubs and to everything else, okay, and make it really have them all understand what's doing out there. Because what you're doing out there is really important to a hell of a lot of people. I got to tell you. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's 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 really just just so darn important. Lori, you mentioned before about Michigan. What's what's the great state of Michigan doing? Well, we have a whole elevate the profession campaign going, where we actually contracted with a marketing firm to help us, and so cool. we are cool out around the uh, social media. Uh, we are collaborating with actually about 20 of the state organizations, superintendents, building principals, uh, p- parent advocacy groups, all of the above, uh, the teachers union. Um, we're sending out some monthly newsletters just talking about um, the profession and some of the opportunities. We've got about a 65% open rate, which is kind of off that's the chart. That's incredible. Yeah, that's off the chart. He's right. We're also doing some outreach to our, our legislators, asking if they, when they're back in their districts, when, you know, when they're not session to, to be filmed with an outstanding special educator that's actually their legislative district, which will be a great campaign opportunity for them, but it's good for them to have an understanding of the importance of special education when they're making legislative decisions. And we've got a lot going on with social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Snapchat, believe it or not, those little high schoolers. Um, and we've had about five, we've had about 5.2 million impressions, um, and wow. we've also developed a website for some full transparency about all the special ed professions and the university programs that are available. And we've had about 40, almost 44,000 uh, clicks on, on the website. Larry, what's interesting is this has turned into a high school recruiting campaign that in Snapchat, um, out of the 5.2 million, 1.1 million of those were the 13 to 17 year olds on Snapchat that um, were leaving impressions. And 22,000 of them out of the 43,000 that went on the website came off of Snapchat. So we're putting information out there about scholarships and, and, um, you know, funding available uh, for them. And so they're clicking on that, and then they're going in. And in the website, it talks about special ed teachers and what it means to be it, what programs are available at the universities and organizations to provide support, school psychologists, social workers, I mean, every single one of the professions. So we, and then um, they've also gone out to all of the different state organizations and done the storytelling, as, as Danny said. So we've got about 80 um, different stories from all of the different professions, including parents, um, around special education, really celebrating what it means to be a special educator and, you know, just the, the success of all of that. And that's what we're blasting out through uh, the social media. We looked at the education influencers in Michigan. We utilized them to really help us with you know, with a lot of the promotional um, opportunities, but we have built some uh, tremendous um, momentum around that. Um, we talked about this before, Larry. We've got about a 38% decline in enrollment in our teacher preparation programs oh, across yeah. the nation. Yeah. I know. We have to do a better job changing the perception yeah. of what it means to be a special educator before they start enrolling in those programs. So it's it's really the trigger to, you know, making any other types of system changes that we need um, to be more effective is really celebrating the work that we're doing, um, highlighting the importance. We're going to be pulling um, 
artificial intelligence into it soon because you've got so many high school students that are technology um, interested. Um, oh, yeah. And let them know yeah. that there's a yeah. lot of technology options through assistive technology and, and AI supports that could be utilized, um, you know, while they're working with individuals with disabilities kind of as an incentive. So just getting the word out there and just really celebrating the the people that are in the profession. Um, so our website is actually optimize.education. It means opening the pipeline sure. of talent in special education. And it's our portal of transparency around what we're doing to elevate the profession and pull people in to be able to educate them and disseminate um, to yeah. encourage more people to come into the profession. Yeah, it's, it's great. And, um, you know, it, it, uh, with the success of this, all right, and I assume it was done through Michigan CEC, their branch. Was it, am I correct, or was it the national? No, actually, um, the Michigan legislators are, are contracting with CEC for my time. <laughs> so um, <laughs> CEC, CEC is really supporting CEC is really supporting the work that we're doing that I'm doing in Michigan around that. But because I was, I came from Michigan my whole career, 45 yeah. years in in Michigan. Um, I'm just going back and helping them develop a new system. So we're not looking at amending a system. We're looking at developing a whole new system of support that's going to be that's conducive right. for, for to attract, prepare, and retain, uh, not only an effective but a diverse workforce as well. And so is it going to go national? That's, it sounds like a great campaign. You guys are the first ones to talk to me about really getting involved in marketing, real, real heavy-duty yeah. marketing from a marketing yeah. Firm to, yep. to, to, yep. to fix the challenge. Are you going to go national with this? Um, I just presented yesterday um, on a keynote panel at the National uh, Association of State Directors of Special Education, and oh, I presented that work there, um, and they were very, very interested in that. So I think it's definitely leading the way with the, with the national campaign. Uh, we're engaged in conversation with the Assistant Secretary of Office of Special Ed and Rehabilitative Services. Uh, that wants to do a little bit more work from a national perspective or a federal perspective around this as well. So um, we're going to be working, CEC is going to be working closely with the U.S. Department of Ed on what they can do from a national perspective or a federal perspective uh, to help with this campaign as well. I think that's, I, th I think it's a great idea. Congrats to Michigan. Okay, and now we got to get New Jersey, Kansas, okay, and, yep. and Utah. <laughs> Doing, doing the same thing. You know, it's unbelievable. And the other 44, 46 states as well, okay, because this is a good, this, this is a good idea, okay? Really, yeah. real marketing. Real marketing is all I can say. Real marketing. All of you have been, have, have been wonderful with your insights today, and I wish you all the best of luck. You can be congratulated not only on getting your, reaching out for your profession, but doing it every day. I mean, it, it's, it's really just something. And my last question is, Danny, have you ever been to Barini's? Barini's in, in Randolph or somewhere near there? I have. I have. I, okay. have. I know exactly I just want you where to know that this. is. They're, Phenomenal they're Italian bringing up, They're bringing up a turkey London broil today. Have you had that? God, tell me where and when to be, and I'll be there. Barini's. <laughs> okay, everybody. Okay, so, mm -hmm. so Utah and Kansas and Michigan, be jealous. Okay, this is a turkey <laughs> London broil. <laughs> Straight <laughs> mm -hmm. from Barini's, okay. you're very lucky. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're treating them to lie. No, we are, and we're treating them with the lobsters tonight. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, and uh, so much good. for New Jersey, Ben. Thanks a million, my friend. Thank you, Ben. Keep up the good work. Ben? Thank you, Larry, for the. Thank you.
Okay. <laughs> Lori, of course, thank you. Danny, you're terrific. Sean, you're doing great work out there, man. I got to tell you. And good luck to the Chiefs. Because the Patriots ain't going anywhere. What do I care? The Patriots aren't going anywhere. So you can have the Chiefs. Okay. But the Jets are doing well. <laughs> we Don't see. forget about the Jets. And We're actually having I know the season. Jets are doing well. They beat the Giants. I know that it was a miracle. I know yes. that. I won't, I'll, I'll let you off the hook this Meadowlands. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all. You guys are wonderful. Really, I just congratulate you. Thank you for all the good you're doing out there. Thank you all, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Larry. Uh, you're welcome. Bye. Oh, man, what a great group. This is CEC, Council for Exceptional Children, exceptionalchildren.org. And Delore is the Associate Executive Director. Danny, Sean, and Ben, wonderful teachers, doing great stuff, what can I say? And we really do need to push this. This is, gonna, this is a, a, a problem we have to solve, all right? And it's teachers who need to do that to make sure that they're pushing, not pushing, but suggesting that, that students take a look at education as, as a career, all right? That simple. And uh, hopefully all the state legislators will pick up and do the right thing. At any rate, I'm Larry Jacobs. We're going to archive this show over at ace-ed.org. And thanks a million for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.